two, <laughs> three, four. <laughs>
Welcome everybody live from the Dutch Hall. This is our season five premiere. Five times. Of the greatest podcast ever to come out of Pool Shed in oh, yeah. Grove, Ontario. Hell yes. And I believe we are the greatest because we are the greatest band. We have the greatest band in podcast history. The Nocturnal Emission. Hey. The prize this week of the Classic Four. Steve the Reluctant German on lead guitar. Hey all. Michael, our band leader, Bo, on rhythm and vocals. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Instantly Fox. On bass, we have the balls of the Nocturnal Emissions, Whiskey Wes Hagen. Yeah. And on percussions tonight, <laughs> the man that writes music for the show, the Rooster Dave Chargers is here for Fox. And another podcast or late night talk show, in my opinion, will be complete without a bartender. In my case, I have a bartender who never serves me a drink. <laughs> He's my brother. He's our bus driver. He's Hello, a beautiful folks. fella. He's the best. Paul Van Dyke is hey, here. Hey. And we always like to have a super fan in. This guy's a little bit more than just a super fan. This guy's got carte blanche access to, live, to the Dutch Hall. He knows he's welcome anytime. He's a villain bartender many times over. One of the he's best. A long time supporter of the show. One of the best. He actually serves drinks. Jamie Barham. Barney! Nice guys. Good to be here. You know, and of course, recording this with posterity. The beautiful, lovely, talented, sexy, soft. everybody. Yeah. Nice. All right. And I am your host of the show, two times. Two times. Two President's Club Award winner. Pete Van Dyke. Hey, Peter. Yay. How do you feel about that opening, fellas? Did you feel good? Yeah. That was fine. Yeah. Got, better. Fun it got better. It got better? It always goes that way. Bit though, of a rough right? start, yeah. But it really does. And then it ends up you guys find your find your like rhythm and stuff like that. We tried what to. people don't understand when they listen to the opening of the show is they think you guys just know this shit right. coming into the night. Like, you guys, Charles is driving down here from Burford in a snowstorm. <laughs> And he's like, uh, he's he knows last week he fucked up hard, and everybody everybody's been giving him a hard time on uh, on the board, you know, like they've been really riding his ass because of what he did last week was was really a piece of shit move, and you know it, it is, you know it is. Right? Who do you? I've Diva been feeling bad all week. Dickhead. Diva Dave, Diva yeah. Cup Dave. So Diva Cup. Two weeks ago, Charters, Char- <laughs> Charters ends up. Uh, you showed up late, right? You had stuff going on. Which two weeks ago, was that late? I don't think it was late. Two weeks ago, you, we, we, we the show was delayed because of your because of Diva Charters. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, last week, we were saying, oh, another week, Charters late. We're waiting for Charters two weeks in a row. And then, and then uh, for some reason, you brought the bass amp home. Why did you bring the bass amp home? <laughs> yeah, Fleet, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, what do you got planned? In the, you played bass that one day. You took the amp home with you. We, we play it every, uh, play it every week at home. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been bringing it home every week. Because I play it at home. What? Yeah, my son plays the drums, so I play the bass with him. Right. Yeah. That's been coming home every week? Every week. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was for church. You play bass no. with the, your, your I church? I play bass at church, but uh, I don't have to ring my amp. 
I just plug into the board. Sweet. Really? Yeah. yeah. You play bass at church? Bass yeah. for Jesus. Yeah. Ba- yeah. <laughs> Jesus is not very well. Does uh, Jesus use a lot of low end? <laughs> <laughs> Little bassy Jesus. Jesus loves bass. <laughs> Jesus oh, loves bass. Yeah. <laughs> well, black Jesus loves bass. You know that black Jesus loves yeah, yeah. bass. Yeah, I know he can. Soul. I know he can play bass. <laughs> what? I know he can play bass for sure. Who, black Jesus? <laughs> yeah. I think that's racist. Yeah, Dave. What are you saying? <laughs> what do you, you saying? You think Dave? all black Jesus? I learned can play it on. <laughs> I learned it on South Park. <laughs> well, then it's true. <laughs> oh, okay. Say no more. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, so, anyways, the my point is, I like. Uh, what was it? Ten o'clock. You I'm gonna bring us? the drum kit home with me this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just packs it up. <laughs> I like ten o'clock. You tell us you're not coming, right? Yeah, that was a dick. Yeah, move. yeah. And then uh, I kind of held you guys hostage, eh? Yeah. So we had we had a good show last week with the uh, guests eh, here and everything. So so. You don't like it? <laughs> you're a better drummer, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. Very yeah. honest and open guest. You know what they did when they left? It's funny. They're both sober, right? And they both oh, like, and they and they both just drive right into my ditch, like out of the way, of like directly <laughs> into my ditch. Like I've never seen. Uh, like yeah. I have had guests here that have walked out where I'm like, oh my shit, I might have killed someone, <laughs> like by just having them here and giving them access to my alcohol. Like I don't know what's going on, you know, when they leave some of these people, but uh, but uh, uh, these people were sober, no worries at all. One hundred percent. I have nothing to worry about. Right into the ditch. <laughs> Directly right into the, in the ditch. Like into the culvert. No kidding. The, the yeah. ass under the car was so was so high up that we didn't even have to crawl under the car to chain <laughs> it. We just stood you had there. to chain it to get it out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, holy fuck. They went right oh, in. Oh yeah, they went right in a deep ditch. Wow. My ditches are brutal here. Like they what were, were they driving? Like an Omni, a Dodge Omni, or something? What does that have to do with it? <laughs> what is I don't it? know. Like if they were driving a Norfolk County vehicle, they probably would have just drove right out. I don't know. They were in there pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever I think you're driving, that, deep, that ditch is going to be fucked. <laughs> yeah. It is a deep ditch. It's a deep ditch. It's like I, it's like they built a moat around my house. <laughs> I don't know what the people of planners were thinking. Like It's like, fuck, yeah. I'm on an island. Yeah, yeah, we, li- we live on tobacco blow sand. It's like fucking there's water everywhere. Yeah, and it's got great drainage. I don't know why. I you're at the low to... end of the survey. That's why. You know, when they plan the ditches, they got to slope them from one end to the other, and you're at the low point probably. Is that so what you the think? ditches get deeper and deeper. You're the at the low point. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Your fucking face is a low point. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Do you ever do it's that? Good, it's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the bullshit move, Charters. Anyway, uh, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Dave. But you know what? All of this is greatly overshadowed by some terrific news that we have in the Dutch Hall. Oh, yeah. Terrific news. <laughs> Michael, do you want to spo- do you want to tell everyone? <laughs> Michael, uh, uh, Michael, our band leader, Michael Bo, my cousin, my dear friend, right? My uh, 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 my everything, as I'll call him, <laughs> right? I'm not your everything anymore. Yes, he's decided to go and find love in the best way possible, and you know what? His hair's falling out in clumps. He decided, <laughs> let's lock this shit up. He yep. decided to ask sweet, sweet Kelly to marry him, and she and said... what'd she say? She said yes. She said yes! <laughs> oh, so Michael's getting married to sweet, sweet Kelly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Michael, that is way out of your league, my friend, and I'm so <laughs> proud of you. I'm so proud of you. We all were just uh, holding yeah. our breath to think, can he pull this off? Can he really, <laughs> yeah. really pull this off? Yeah, yeah. And just to thinking, like maybe a year and a couple months, you'll be able to finally, finally know what it's like 
to feel the matrimonial loins. I know. A sweet, yeah. sweet Kelly. It's going to be a special day. It will be very special. Wow. It will be. <laughs> and I'm so Cons- proud. Consummate you, the marriage. You must be looking forward to that. I am. I've been waiting for quite a while. Just, so Michael, just holding hands and whatnot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, holding hands is beautiful. It is. I also like uh, when we kiss. Sometimes it's very special. Oh yes. Mm. Now, Michael, I would never ask you to tell tales out of school, mm-hmm. especially when the virtue of your greatest love is at its stake. Right. You ever put your tongue in the old lady's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Pete, I don't. Uh, I don't know if that's allowed. I like to keep it clean. It's a nice kiss right. right on the lips. Between you, uh, we'll keep that uh, keep that between you and your and your loved ones. Yeah, don't kiss. I take that as a yes. <laughs> <laughs> your tongue has been in her mouth, and that is really hot. <laughs> I, I, uh, wow! Uh, I can't believe you got that fire with there. That is a fast girl. <laughs> the way I was raised. <laughs> but I'm telling you, Michael, when you're married, okay, and you put your penis right in there, mm-hmm. where they pee. Is that it, where it goes? It is the. Best. I don't know. It There's a couple the, options. What? There's a couple <laughs> different options. Well, later in marriage, <laughs> you, you you look for different places, but uh, <laughs> right off the hop, Michael, you'll be happy with the one she's got. Okay. Right up front there. <laughs> it's down low, <laughs> near the bum. Oh. Yeah. But not at the bum. Okay. Yeah. I learned that when I was 16, though. So if I'm at the bum, I'm too far? Too far. Oh, yeah. Turn too far. around. Mm. Back it up. Back it up. You, Wait, you missed it. Head back. You skidded right over it like, a, like, a, like a hydroplane. <laughs> back toward the belly button. <laughs> yeah, beep up the fingers. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> just <laughs> just got to back it up a little bit, give it a little tickle. No big deal. Anyways, great, great that you're getting married because marriage is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a big fan of it. Hey, let's my- do a shot to celebrate. Okay. Right. Hey, yeah. Oh, the bartender's <laughs> all over it. <laughs> and uh, rapidly. I was telling the time today. I went to Paul with my beer to the bar, and I was just hoping because he's sta- he's sitting like right uh, across from the fridge that he would take my bottle, put it in an empty case, and then give me a full one, right? But then I realized very quickly that he was not making any contact with my face or anything that he didn't want to. He had no interest in helping me. So then I just went around and did it myself like I should have in the first place. <laughs> you had to move the table to do it, didn't you? You Paul, had to move the table how, out of the way? Yeah, I moved the table out of his way, too. I, I forget how big Paul is. He's big. Paul, the fridge door is open. Oh, the beer is getting warm. Oh, Thanks, now our beer is ruined. <laughs> hey, Charters, by the way, when Stop. you didn't show up last week, one yeah. of our listeners, Ella Stepan Jones, oh, yeah. sent you. Uh, Ella, uh, let's I, just I, keep it. Let's just call her Ella Stepan. I know. Charters doesn't want to bring Jones in. No Jones. Because Jones, cause Jones is, uh, we knew Ella Steppa when she was Ella Steppa. Nice. That's how I like Steppa to remember her. And Charters Jones likes came. to go back to those days when, when he I look was at wearing the yearbook. gray pants and a white shirt <laughs> with uh, embroidery on it saying SJC. Yeah. Embroidery and that my mom embroidered. My mom had her sister-in-law embroider because she was too cheap to buy the real SJC shirts. <laughs> Yeah, because when we started high school, you just had to wear gray pants and a, and a white shirt at this Catholic school we went to. And then, uh, like, second year, they realized that, like, all the poor kids like uh, me were, like, wearing byway white shirts with, like, airplane collars. And all the fucking rich kids from Brantford were wearing, like, uh, polo shirts with, like, button-down collars at right. the time. And they had these, like, fancy pants and stuff. And uh, How'd that make you feel? Well, I was poor. Like, I, they made me feel poor. Made me feel poor. Yeah, even though I, I don't know if I was poor, but I made poor me feel Peter. poor. And then, uh, and then uh, 
so they said, no, we're going to even this, the playing field. Everyone's got to have these shirts that have SJC on them, and then everyone's wearing the same shirts, so you can't tell the, the, the poor kids from the rich kids. And then uh, um, all of the poor kids' moms just got their shitty shirts embroidered because they already bought them and they fit, right? right? So, right. like, why are they going to get a new shirt? And then... Uh, and then we were still just <laughs> just like idiots with like embroidered byway shirts, right? And I think there was a short time when they went to just white. You weren't allowed to have any logos at all on it. Yeah, yeah. And then the rich kids, you could see the stitching where they had pulled out the polo logo. Like yeah, you could yeah. see a perfect polo <laughs> sign with holes in the shirt. Yeah, yeah. Where it used to be. That was that. That was when the playing field got evened. Yeah. We took down their dignity. Well, we took off their polo was like gang <laughs> gang signs. Well, polo is just a sign that you weren't poor. Like and then uh, and bloods. there was like chaps you could wear like a which was like lower level polo yeah. you could buy it cheaper Lacoste yeah the fucking alligator alligator yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then uh, the skinheads had another one that had that like uh, it was like a you know what the skinheads had those cl- it was Swastika? like a, it was like a U <laughs> but it was it was like a wreath kind of of a U or something oh yeah 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 uh, what the was that emblem? yeah and they all wore that the mods and the skinheads wore that yeah right. Yep. That was in the 80s and ni- uh, 80s, late 80s, right? A lot of segregation back then, you know, in the hallways. Sounds like it. It was like a prison. Mm-hmm. It definitely was like a prison, our you, high school. You kept with your own kind. There was, like, all kinds of splinter groups, right? Like, there was all these, like, cliques, like the mods and the skidheads and the rockers and then the, the jocks or whatever. And then there was, like, the... the we were in the other category, losers <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And... um. I don't know about charters, but I was in the loser category pretty, oh, yeah. pretty firmly. And then later on, you joined us. I think I was there the whole time. <laughs> you where, Didn't you, like, flirt <laughs> with, like... Uh, I, I tried, but it didn't work. This is what I like about charters. In grade nine, charters, uh, he, he was... Uh, me and him weren't friends because we fought in grade school at recess time. And, um, like, oh, we were friends, I guess, but we were opposite teams, right? I had a group of my friends, and generally at recess, we fought another group of friends, and you were part of the other group of friends. Yeah, yeah. And then when I went to high school, all my friends went to Waterford High School, and all you guys went to St. John's, and I was the one guy that, that was going to St. John's with you guys. Yeah. And then yeah, you were like, in, in grade school, you were like the Van Halen 1984, and I was like the Michael Jackson thriller. Yes. I was on the seat. I was on the side of Van Halen. I, I went uh, Motley Crue, Van Halen, ZZ Top. I'm like, uh, this is my thing, and uh, they went with uh, Michael Jackson, Culture Club, and stuff like that, and Corey wham. Hart. Yeah, you know, wham. bad decision. Yeah. Bad decision. And I was wham like, though, not bad decision. Yeah, Cure. Yeah. And then later on, I went to Cure. Oh, really? And uh, and uh, and uh, Smiths and all that shit. And I was like, uh, I'm not going that route because I d- associated with those people. But anyways, in grade nine, I was the only guy from the rocker group that was going to on the bus to Brantford with these all these like all these other guys that I used to fight at recess all the time, and, and uh, they just tortured me like daily, right? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, oh, yeah. and then uh, uh, one day I uh, uh, went to the back of the bus. I used to sit with my sister at the front of the bus. Real tough move. Nice move. <laughs> yeah. And then. Uh, Safe. <laughs> and then I would go. And then one day I was like saying to my sister, "I'm like, ah, I'm going to the back of the bus to sit with these guys." And then I remember the, the one guy's like giant, eh? He's like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's big giant guy, big tax. And uh, that's why Charter's mouth got real big because he sit with this big guy all the time. And then uh, so I go to the back of the bus and I just punch him in the nose right away because I thought like <laughs> I got a, uh, you go after the big guy like prison, right? Oh yeah, like, you just throw up a flag. Yeah, prison rules. You go after the big guy, punch him in the nose real quick. 
And his eyes all teared up, and he was like, uh, "Why'd you have to put you in the road?" <laughs> or in the nose or whatever. He's real. And then I just sat back there from then on. And then they, those guys are both in my wedding party. They were like, ended up being my best friends. It was funny. And then you'd have the guys. I remember who would come back from like summer vacation, and they would switch teams. Like, I remember one guy, Norm. I won't say his last name, but he was a all-in rocker, like long hair. He came into grade nine with like long blonde hair. Do you remember Norm? Yeah, hey, I know who you're talking about. And yeah. then uh, I think he was like that for grade 9 and 10. Then grade 11, he shows up, shaved head, wearing a flight jacket with like a spider web tattoo on his elbow right into the skinheads, just like that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, Norm, what the hell? Yeah, you just, uh, yeah, you'd see people like all of a sudden decide they're going to join this team. They look exactly like that. Yeah. I knew all the skateboarder guys that we went to high school with. They were all like Harley guys when they were adults. Yeah, that's right. You just pick another team. Yeah. Wear their outfit. Like, it's, it's to me, it's like uh, you don't have your own identity, right? It's kind of weird, eh? Yeah. You're just looking for a group to accept you. Where Dutch Hall is the group <laughs> that accepts all <laughs> of us. Right. It's a nice right? mix. The rest of us, yeah. Even Germans. Very inclusive. <laughs> So you know that we are the only late night uh, talk show slash variety show in Canada. Really? Better than Mike Bullard, even. Yes. Did you know the history of, uh, why is this computer dead? There we go. You know, there's only been, this is the amount of talk shows we've had in Canada. We had, uh, the last one we had was George Strombonopoulos. Oh, yeah. Tonight, which was a pretty good one, to be honest with you. Do you remember that one? Yeah, he had some, like, Strombo. Strombo's a good interviewer. Yeah, There's yeah, no yeah. question about it. Doesn't he do something in his like uh, house or garage or he something does now? now? Yeah, that's cool. He still has like well, like his own thing now. Yeah, yeah, he'll have yeah. like a band in there and they play in his house and it, it seems like it's is a lot it like of fun. a podcast or something like something he's doing himself? No, I don't it, think it's it not. It a pod- might be in tied into a radio a YouTube, show. YouTube, yeah. Thing I, don't, I don't listen to radio either. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but he, yeah, he's still like he he's keeps up with what's happening. But it's not. It's not like uh, CBC produced yeah. or anything. But no. the other one he had was pretty good, Excellent. actually. Yeah. yeah. But you know what it didn't do? It didn't showcase really. Uh, I don't remember seeing any performances on that show. Well, he, it got him that that CBC Hockey Night in Canada gig, though. So he must have been doing something right because they loved him, right? They they chose him. Yeah, I know. But do you think that was good for him? No, it was horrible. He was he doing the right he, thing, he, I think. He's a, he's a hockey fan. He's a big Habs fan. He, he, he talked to – yeah, exactly. But uh, – it didn't work out. He just, it's we're so old school in Canada that he was just too new wave, I guess, for the for hockey? old hockey fans of yeah, yeah. traditional. Yeah, I agree. He's like just ten stuck years with what he was doing, right? Ten yeah, interview the odd hockey player. Yeah. yeah, I thought his show suited him really, really well. Right. right? right. That and last show he had was perfect for him. Yeah, right? and then uh, network TV in America picked him up and yeah, see, you know, uh, put him in, right? Put him in with like politicians and stuff, and yeah. it was awful. Yeah, yeah, just died. Yeah, he's Oprah's favorite interviewer. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, it, op- he's interviewed Oprah more than anyone else. Oprah. There's Oprah. a Dutch all fact for you. Yeah. that's a fact. Anyway, Strombo is good. I have nothing to say bad about him. Do you guys remember Ed and Red's night party? Ed the Sock? Yeah, it was Ed the Sock. Ed the Sock, yeah. On City TV. I remember that, yeah. Did he that chomp? went until 2008. It went 90, 1995 to 2008. Did that sock puppet smoke cigars? Yeah. yeah. He's still around, man. Ed the Sock's still going strong, man. I know Black Zeus, who's been on this show. Uh, he just did a show with Ed the Sock. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Is the guy that holds the puppet and does the voice, has he done anything else? Or is he just that sock? There's what? A guy that... What? What? Yeah, that's <laughs> what? A, that's a puppet? <laughs> I thought it was a talking sock. About? What the fuck? 
green hair at one time. <laughs> that guy's hilarious, by the way. That guy's yeah. really funny. Yeah. He's like uh, Triumph the. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. The That's uh, Robert Schmeichel. Yeah. Who ripped I can't off think who, of though? Uh, Ed the Sock was at. Was after? Oh, that's a good question, Mike. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think Triumph might have Ed the been. Sock might have been before, and then and Triumph ripped off Ed the Sock. I think so. Might have been. Even with the cigar and stuff, eh? Like, fuck yeah. it. Fuck Triumph, eh? <laughs> I, know, I, I didn't think of it that, but, uh, but I bet you we had it first in Canada, eh? Yeah. So, uh, eh? 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 Oi. Eh? Let's get some maple syrup, eh? Yeah, uh, rub it on my... Uh, I put it on the roof. The rough. <laughs> the rough with my big... With my boots. <laughs> Uh, the Mike Bullard Show from 2003 <laughs> to 2004. Nice dimples. Really? It was one year. <laughs> one year. But before that, there was Open Mic with Mike Bullard. All right. Oh. On CTV from 97 to 2003. So that was like... Uh, six years. Like, yeah, six-year run. And then he went one season to Global from CTV. Jesus. But that was show was shit. Horrible. <laughs> shit sandwich. Painful. Like, absolutely terrible. I would watch it like religiously because I wanted it so bad to be good. Yes, I yeah. watched it as well. Yeah, and you and every day he'd come out and do his monologue, and you're like, "This guy fucking sucks," right? And his interviews too. He was it was barely like paying attention to what they're saying. Yeah, it was bad. You know, and they still inter. They, he just did Yuck Yucks a couple weeks no ago, way. and they still introduce him as uh, you know the uh, only late night talk show host in can you know in Canada or whatever. Like, uh, he really still playing up Mike that Bullard. as a success, but it was, like, really a, like a sad a sad time for Canada. Because we're, like, <laughs> we have all these great Canadians that are, like, funny as hell. Hilarious, yeah. And you're, like, uh, we have all, we, we have, none of them have any work, yeah. you know? And then they, and you couldn't even get enough writers to make a guy look funny that, like, I'm sure, like, maybe he's not. You have, like, multiple people to make that guy look funny. Right, yeah. It's, and they couldn't do it. They all failed. Yeah. It's like the only thing that we can do as Canadians that we can produce very well is Hockey Night in Canada. <laughs> yeah. It seems like every other show that's on, it's like you can tell it's Canadian. Like, oh, this show's Canadian. Yeah. It's very poorly done. Yeah. Like, it's you can tell right away. Like, Why oh, is what is that? this? Uh, it's uh, getting better though. Anna Green Gables. Yeah, like it, yeah. what's the? Sure. It's like the, the British fucking monarchy show, whatever it is. Like <laughs> that's when everything went to HD, and and people started getting these HD TVs, and you weren't used to seeing it, and you'd look at it, and you're like, everything looks like fucking Canadian television. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh, I don't know what it was. It looked like bad. All of a sudden, it looked too real, yeah. and it looked like bad acting. Ba yeah. Oh. And uh, but like low I budget. Yeah, yeah. Just because it was so cr clear, you know what I mean? <laughs> I watched Christmas Vacation. No, European vacation. Right. Mm. You know, European vacation. And yeah. it was at my parents when they got their HD TV. And I was watching it and I was like, it was a scene actually where they show that girl's tits in Germany. And uh, and I remember like it was looks it looked like a, someone's home video. Like it was so like lifelike. Right. Or like, a, you know, like like, actually there. actually there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I don't notice it at all. Now I grow to, accept, to, it, uh, yeah. grow to expect it. Yeah. yeah, I see that with sports. Like if I watch a standard deaf hockey game, it's yeah. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, where are the same garbage? Yeah, this is terrible. I want to see like the where they cut the like their blades on the ice. Yeah, yeah. Same with like football, anything, golf. Oh yeah, NASCAR. Yeah, see the tires on the track just <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, they need smell of vision though. <laughs> Except for Scratch porn. And sniff. Except for porn. <laughs> yeah, you don't want smell vision for porn. That's going to be bad for ratings. I'll tell you that right now. Charters. Be big in Germany. So, did I tell you that all the stuff uh, got you a bottle of Polish vodka? 
Oh, thank you, Ella. You think that's for me? Definitely not. It's definitely geared towards you. I see a nice bag of chips over there, too. (laughs) Also, I said to you, Charles, do you like, because you got, she sent three bags, (laughs) big bags of uh, Swiss Chalet uh, chips. What? And I'm like, Charles. Swiss Chalet? Yeah. I go, Charles, do you like Swiss Chalet chips? And he's like, I always ask for extra sauce. I love that. I love Swiss Chalet sauce. I'm trying to remember if in high school we went to, I took Ella to Swiss Chalet or something. Maybe she's got some memory. Is it possible you had a secret romance? Uh, Is this why we have a super fan, Ella Stephen Jones? (laughs) Should Mr. Jones be uh, worried here? Ella (laughs) Stippa. That's what it says in my yearbook. (laughs) I get you. All right. Well, we're kind of uh, getting close to the time where we got to get started with feedback. We got feedback. 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 It's motherfucking feedback. Motherfucking feedback. Ooh. <laughs> Chargers. Uh, today's feed. Welcome to feedback. We got feedback. <laughs> it's, it, today's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to, uh, if you have any Christmas shopping left to do, I'll tell you. You want some quick stuff? Look what's on Amazon Prime. But before you go to Amazon, go to livefromthedutchhall.com. Turn yeah. off your, uh, your ad, ad blocker. blocker yep. for and your fuck. bullshit attitude. Yeah, just turn it off, for heaven's sakes. And then uh, click on the Amazon mm. banner. Go do your Amazon shopping. Get, some, get, get the Prime thing. It's your last chance to get the gift before Christmas. Get the gift. Give some of that money to the Dutch Hall. We all of a sudden become more awesome. Next thing you know... Everybody's We're living happy. the high life. we got bitches all around us, whatever <laughs> our dreams are. Making it rain. Yeah. We're doing the things that we want to do. Anyway, that's all you got to do. Also, you know, I just want to give a shout out to Norpac. Mm. The beef people. That's Paul Van Dyke, everyone. Hey. Hey. A long day of work. He's still wearing his work clothes. He came right from work to here, right? Is that what happened? Please oh, tell me. Work hockey here. Work hockey here, and you Still never change your clothes. You you saw an entire hockey game with a nail in your boot from yeah. the <laughs> from the day of work. Yeah, that nail went in my boot about eight, nine o'clock this morning too. <laughs> and he took it out here and handed it to me. It was a smelly nail in his boot. Yeah, it went down his coveralls, which he's still wearing. And then it went down his coveralls into his boot, and it stayed there the entire day, <laughs> digging into his foot. He felt it. But he didn't want to have to take his boot off. Well, it's a real chore. <laughs> <laughs> Once those insulated coveralls are on, it's a lot of work. Exactly. Those things are secured. But it wasn't the coveralls. It was the boot. He just had to take the boot off. Well, then you got to adjust the coveralls and get the zippers. And uh-huh. I know all about it, Paul. It's a hassle. <laughs> it's a hassle. Mm. It's cold out, then your foot gets cold. That's right. No good. <laughs> Anyways, Norpak. The beef people. Uh, I just want uh, want to thank them for their uh, support of the show and a Merry Christmas to the people at Norpac. I'm looking the beef people. I'm looking forward to a real important meeting tomorrow at a Norpac. Meet- meeting? Yes, meeting. Oh, uh, meeting. M e a t i. Ah, it's good, Dave. That's rich. This is where uh, the year's uh, discussion and uh, future next year's uh, problems will be solved. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. At the That's right. Meeting. It's important to uh, look to the future. And uh, we also have to talk about Yarmie Electric. Mm. You know, this is Christmas, and I think my cousin Derek of Yarmie Electric has realized that he has made way too many children. 
He has uh, planted deep, uh, maybe more than necessary. Numerous maybe he could have thought of other options because right now, uh, especially during the Christmas season, he is just busy. He's busier than a dog with two decks, as they say around here. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you, if you're a Christmas tree smoking a little bit and you're having some ideas about calling uh, Derek Army because you think the health and safety of your family is at stake, well, I'll think again. Fuck off right now. The man's busy. The Army Electric, if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. And if we don't get it right the second time... You can go fuck yourself. Brought to you by Clean Flow. Best sponsor ever. Yeah, yeah. Be- it is the best sponsor ever. Clean and and Cle- CleanFlow is one of the biggest sponsors for our effort to go to live streaming video. So close. Which I was really wanting to do with our season five premiere because I thought that would be great. Season five, we do the live stream starting. And uh, the package that I have that needs to come, it was going to come today or tomorrow. It looks like it's coming tomorrow because it didn't come today. So we're hoping I can figure out this technology and it's going to work by next week. All and right, then we're yes. hoping. So the one commitment we're going to need from the band and stuff like that is pick a start time so we can actually make the start time so people can uh, count on when they're going to watch the live stream. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. That's the one thing that we'll need to charters. work yeah. out. There are Diva, Diva charters on your phone. <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to figure out when we can uh, actually like try, like try to get to a start time that we can uh, people can count on. Or somewhere close. At get, least. Them, get them excited. Yeah, so they know what to do. You know, lying in bed your wife you want to you want to uh or like uh you don't i don't know if you show her charters there's no sex that's all i was trying to get at negative yeah you're gonna be you never no sex if we if we show dave you're are you considered to be enough uh like uh what do you call the opposite of aphrodisiac dave um dave <laughs> right <laughs> okay um we have to go to feedback because every week we ask. But I have one more. I have one more promotion. We, I'm actually headlining at New Limburg uh, Brewery in Nixon on January 4th. Hey. And uh, so if you'd like to come down and watch me headline, uh, there's a bunch of other comics there that night, and uh, it should be good. I'm still trying to twist the arms of Nocturnal Emissions to come and play a couple of things with me, but they have been like it's been like crickets. It's like once in a while you put something out on the Dutch Hall message board where you're like, uh, hey, guys, uh, you want you got any ideas for next week's show? Nothing. Nothing zero. And another time it's like, hey, uh, uh, you're like, uh, the Cheddar's is a homo, you know? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then all of a sudden it's like bleep, 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 like messages galore, you know? Yeah, that's true. And then, uh, yeah, so message received. Uh <laughs> But I'm trying to twist their arms. We might be able to play at least Eduardo with some right. faction of the Nocturnal Mission. Some portion element of, it. I know of we, it. Yeah, some element. I can be there. Yeah. At least Steve will be there. Look at that. A commitment that at least Steve from the Nocturnal <laughs> Missions will be there to, for a headlining gig. Reluctantly. But, reluctantly. Enthusiastically. <laughs> I know Wes can't do it because he's working. Uh, but every week we ask for people anyways headline uh, uh, <laughs> Nixon go to Nixon New Limburg right Jan every Ford. week we ask for feedback what about uh, Van Dyke Party Services oh I got a plan for that oh good this week uh, Manny Fajo uh, gave us some feedback on Facebook thanks Manny and this was after our four year um, uh, we, we did an announcement that we've been it was our four year like actual anniversary date uh, December 19th and we sent out a message, and Manny Fajo writes, The Dutch Hall means so much to me. 
I've met so many great people through being a super fan. Uh, hope to hear the show for many, many more years to come. Merry Christmas, everyone, and a happy new year. And that's for Manny Fajo. And we'll say Manny to, to Manny. Woo. It's been Whoa. just as much fun having you as a super fan. Oh, has it ever. Sure has. Merry Christmas uh, to you and your family. Cheers, Manny. Yeah, it's great having you. Also, we had another uh, old, old, old friend of the show, Chris Pick. He's actually the star of uh, Porno and Fistinger German. Soon to be <laughs> the number one all-time episode of Life in the Dutch Hall. I'm, sur- I'm sure. We're about 70 listens away Thank from it you, being Chris. the number one episode. And it still gets <laughs> listens every week. Um, so that Chris Picks this says, Merry Christmas, boys. And you know what? Merry Christmas, Chris Pick. Right back at you, buddy. Hey, I like so every man. episode he's been on. And uh, Joe Rylett, who actually filmed our uh our uh, mustache egg. show yeah, mustache. and, and our, Easter egg, and our Easter egg commercial, which has never been edited and is sitting there. Yep. And I actually have gotten a lot of other footage from 20 years ago, a lot of which charters is in <laughs> that I can do whatever I please with now. Cause I made it, I took it off a of tape and put it on digital VHS. Oh, to I can't desk? wait to see it. Is yeah. that what you did? <laughs> so we might be in the 2018. We'll definitely be bringing some, uh, uh, some of these surprises. We're going to analyze the, the play-by-play of oh, charters. Oh, it's brutal. It's not just charters. I mean, it's more embarrassing for me, I think, because I hate myself when I watch these things. <laughs> but uh, charters to me is, is funny. Like, I like I like him. He reminds me of his kid, actually. He reminds me of your oldest son <laughs> when I watch you, oh, when man. you're young now. Cause it's funny. Like, you don't think of yourself as being any different. You look back. <laughs> seems like yesterday, and you look at the video of it, and you're like, holy crap. <laughs> it's like, wh- I'm such a loser, man. <laughs> it's so long ago. Anyways, um... Uh, we have all that coming up, so th- thank you. Oh, Joe Rylett. Thanks, Joe. Who says, congrats on four seasons. Nice lions. Turns out Joe's got the same lions we have in front of Dutch Hall in front of his place. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Now with the same crest from Gammert. Uh, from Gammert. Yeah. Gammert. in Southern Holland. Southern Holland? North Brabant. Yeah, North Brabant. Anyways, uh... The only other person we have to listen to is uh, we, we've been doing a new segment every week with a listener that gives us feedback on probably every platform that we have. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, uh, uh, Podbean. It's our cheese lady. Hey. Teresa from the second mouse. We got it's time to check with the cheese lady. Well, we're checking on the cheese lady. Yeah, the cheese lady. Checking on the cheese lady. Always on the run. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady, always having fun. This week from Pod, <laughs> this week from Podbean, she says the cheese song rocks, and so does the Dutch Hall. Thanks, guys. Happy face. Thank you. P.S. Kudos to the beautiful Jane for taking care of the boys each week. Hashtag unsung hero, which I think is bullshit. <laughs> she is absolutely not an unsung hero. I sing your praises every week. What are you talking about? She's not unsung. I'm singing her praises. What more do you want from me? How much more can I sing about this? Jane's wonderful. (laughs) And she says also, hashtag sense of humor, Uh, which I think (coughs) is referring to you. Who is that? Oh, thank you. You apologize to my sister. For Dave. You did it? Yeah. Fuck you, Dave. (laughs) Oh, Steve, you should never apologize for Dave. Never. Let my sister hate him, just like my dad. (laughs) 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 
I also want to give a shout out to Big Dutch in New Zealand. Hey, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of lessons uh, all the way over there in New Zealand, and I, we have a sneaking suspicion it's super fan of ours, Alex Van der Vondervoort. Uh, that's how they say it in Holland. Yeah, and he is uh, he's a great listener of the show, a supporter, and I always want to say to Alex, Alex. Uh, hopefully, listening live from the Dutch Hall out there in New Zealand is ju- just uh, going to help you just a little bit so you don't get homesick over Christmas. We're all thinking of you out there, and uh, have a good time, and make sure you live it up. And as as Paul, my brother, would tell you from his experiences in New Zealand... Spread your seed, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> spread it thickly. Spread it thickly with both hands <laughs> all over that part of the globe. What you need to do is populate... There's more sheep than uh, there's more sheep than people in New Zealand until Big Dutch got there, <laughs> and then there's gonna be way more people, big giant Dutch people. He's been uh, he's been uh, checking in with me every now and then. Uh, he told me to send a message to Paul that he's been uh, noticing the odd person around New Zealand with a uh, thick thick bridged nose and with a darker skin. So he's just been talking to them here and there at the grocery store, <laughs> wondering if they maybe don't have uh, a good touch, like they're not in touch with their father much. Right, right. <laughs> the strong smell of no musk. Com- no confirmation yet, but yeah. yes, a heavy, uh, he knows the musk. Oh, yeah. There yeah. is a lot of very, quote unquote, handsome women. That's right. In New Zealand <laughs> that are like uh, nice broad shouldered <laughs> women, you know. With a uh, bit of a pot belly. Oh, yes, she can handle the mushk. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just everywhere. But no confirmation yet, so all, all's good. Thank goodness, eh? Yeah. Wouldn't that be something if uh, if if Alex was over there in New Zealand and he ended up hooking up with some chick and it turns out... It's Paul's... <laughs> it's Paul's kid. <laughs> yeah. That would be a be- beautiful <laughs> offspring. What year were you there, Paul? I was 23. So what? Uh, 2000, right? It was 99, 2000? So ninety nine two thousand, so like two thousand. That's seventeen years ago, right? So she'd be seventeen now. So he'd have to be banging a seventeen year old, which I think is bad, right? Well, he's twenty two, I do believe. So he's twenty two, twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, he's right in the. That's still. Well, you can't bang a seventeen year old. Eighteen, when you're 22. I think. Yeah, at that age, not acceptable. I think when you're twenty two, eighteen. I think when you're forty two, still eighteen. 18. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not true. I couldn't bang an 18-year-old because they're too, too, like, I have nothing in common or to talk to them about. But then, then that being said, I, like, I have lots of common with me. What? What? Oh, you mean because I'm not, yeah, I'm, you have to talk into a microphone if you do that again. But are you, uh, <laughs> but are you saying if you, uh, if, what she said was, are you talking or are you just fucking them, right? I think that's what she meant. Right. Mm-hmm. Why well, are you talking if you are just fucking Because them? every girl I fuck in my head. I marry, <laughs> I marry them because that's not, that's why I'm br- how broken I am. I think in my head that when you fuck somebody, you marry them and live the rest of your life fucking them, because that's the only experience <laughs> I've ever had. That's what I really think. Isn't that stupid? I could just pretend I was gonna bang this girl and tell her to shut up, shut up, shut up. I don't want to know about that. You know, like girl meets world, not boy meets world. You don't even know that there was a boy meets world. I'm like, I don't even know Boy Meets World. That's way after my time. You know Happy Days? Like, Happy Days? What the fuck is Happy Days? It's like, fuck you. Right? That's all we would talk about. But just for the, if I could just concentrate on the sexual encounters, what you're saying, then I should be fine. Just concentrate on the fact this girl's like super hot and like 20 or whatever. 
and don't worry about the fact she's dumb as a post and doesn't know who like uh, Motley Crue is <laughs> or Bowser. <laughs> and this is why you're not getting laid by her. Bowser, but from Shauna. Well, I wouldn't want to get laid by her. Okay. Yeah, not Bowser from Super Mario. Oh, really? Yeah. That's see, but it would see? work. It still works. Yeah. yeah. Good. Reference. She would think Bowser 85. from Super Mario, and then I'd be like Bowser from Shauna. Next thing you know, we're showing up at some sort of, uh, you know, I think we're going to a Shanana concert at the fairgrounds. And you end up at a Comic-Con. And I'm ended up at a Comic-Con. Now I'm fucking a furry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got an action figure up my ass. So I don't know what's going on. Got to wear a costume. Yeah. It's not my cup of tea. That's all I'm saying. It's generational. It's a generational difference. You know? I would never dress up like fucking C-3PO and go to a movie. It's stupid. You wear your clothes to go to a movie. You don't dress up in a fucking costume. You, who are you doing it for? You know, it doesn't make sense. What are you, you just, in, what are you in the movie? You're not in the movie. <laughs> you're in the movie theater eating popcorn and dressed like Chewbacca. What's wrong with you? You're hot and sweaty. Yeah. You're sweating. You can't breathe. The mouth, you're smelling you your own breath the whole you know? time. How are you even eating the fucking popcorn? <laughs> it's not a very good You got to feed it with uh, one at a time with your finger through the mouth hole of Chewbacca's mask. Is it worth it? What about yeah. a stormtrooper's helmet? Good it's luck worth. with that. Yeah. Why would you want to be a stormtrooper anyways? They're expendable bullshit. <laughs> right? There's not even a, one of the good characters. I'm going to dress up like fucking background noise. <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? They just get shot. Like, like the Foot Clan in... Uh, Ninja Turtles, same thing. That's right. Yeah, you get beat up. Yeah, they're garbage. They're just meant to be yeah. beat up. Yeah. Really? Or those generic ninjas, like the, <laughs> the, you know, when you have like ninja stuff, and there's like a red ninja, and he fucking kicks all the black ninjas' asses. Yeah. They're all they're, they all just suck. <laughs> Imagine being one of them black ninjas. Yeah. Those are all <laughs> bullshit. Because why is everyone waiting for their turn to get beat up? In case that guy wins. Yeah, they don't want to mix it. Up. <laughs> they don't want to mess with it. It would just be like twenty guys kicking that guy in the ribs. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's what in real life what it would be. Don't you think? Yes. Yes. And that's why it's not real life. That's right. Oh, before we get any further into this, oh. I am going to... There's only one other guy, too, that we have to get to, and that's our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. He gives us uh, feedback every week on iTunes, and this week is no exception. Actually, he got bounced this week on iTunes. Ooh. He got bounced, so he had to give it to us at live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. Okay. And that's our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. Play the theme song, boys. It's been five years to fuck your ears. Hi-ho, hi-ho. It was in the ballpark, right? It's been five years now we will fuck your ears. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know what I was supposed to say. Like, it's I, five I, years, motherfucker. Yeah, five years. <laughs> and it was the Haitian Dwarf. He got it. I don't know why. Sometimes he, he, he puts his feedback on uh, up to iTunes and they, they bounce it. They say they don't like it. This one, I don't see what the problem was. He said uh, he gave us five stars. Five. And he entitles this week's uh, feedback Booze is Good. Which is weird because last week's show was uh, we interviewed a uh, alcoholic, reformed alcoholic, and uh, Haitian Dwarf. He entitles it Booze is Good. He says, it, dot, dot, dot. That's how he starts it. Dot, dot, dot. Nine, nine, nine. He's coming into it, you know? He goes, dot, dot, dot. But the only thing I'm addicted to is crack. <laughs> if you know what I mean. 
You know what he means? Nope. <laughs> Hasendorf is a huge uh, uh, pussy hound. Eh? Oh. Did you know that <laughs> about Hasendorf? He is a huge pussy hound. He loves he loves it. Eh? You know I know why chicks love the Hasendorf? Because that? the Hasendorf's like torso is a regular adult human torso. Right. And you know what's at the bottom of his torso? His cock. A thick cock. Yeah. And you know what? His cock's nothing different than the rest of our cocks. It's a regular cock, right? But his legs are so small. That cock, compared to his small legs, looks fucking enormous. <laughs> right? Yep. Chicks dig mm. it. It's just an illusion, girls. Put it up to a penny. <laughs> then you have something to, re- to reference it by. Don't look at his legs, you know? You're thinking those are regular, hu- like, giant, uh, you know, human legs, you know? Like, uh, to us, I call us giants. We're just, like, regular size. But, you know, I want to make us seem like giants so they feel important. Like they're very regular. Oh, anyways, Haitian Dwarf. His dick is regular size. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Haitian Dwarf, for that feedback. Thanks, HD. And if anybody wants to give us feedback in the future, uh, you know how to do it. You can go on live from the Dutch Hall uh, at gmail.com, give us an email, or you can go to uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that bullshit, and give us a, give us a message. Uh, you know what, Michael? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I give you guys grief about not contributing to the show, but Michael Bo hmm. this week hmm. contributed to the show. I did above wow. everyone else. Wow! He go he and this is how easy it is to do. Just so you guys all know, he went on Twitter. He saw something he liked, thought it might be interesting to the show. He put at Dutch Hall on it, and then it came to me, and then I was like, oh, I can talk about it on the hmm. show now. Yes. And what we love to talk about here, because uh, we're from Norfolk County. Is that we love to talk about local news that makes the big news That's from right. our area, like the stripper pole. Yes. Yeah, like the stripper pole in, in Port Dover. Dover. I wonder if they found it yet. Yeah, someone stole a stripper pole out of someone's bedroom, right? And uh, this uh, this one is also as weird a story as a stripper pole, I think. Mm-hmm. It was in Wyndham Center, which is like kind of where I grew up. Wyndham Center. Oh, yeah. Someone found a deer carcass tied to their mailbox. With the head of the deer cut off and thrown into their driveway. That was in Wyndham Center? Yeah, not, Wyndham Center. Yeah, nice surprise. Wow. You know how I knew it was in Wyndham Center when I was reading the article? Constable Ed Sanchuk. Yeah, yeah. I, I read the name and I'm like, that's familiar. Yeah, when yeah. I saw Wyndham and it was actually from a different, like it said something different on the top, like Wingham or something like that. It was like some different region, but right. not us. Right. So I thought, well, maybe there's another Wyndham somewhere. And then when I read Ed Stanchuk, I'm, I'm like, like, oh, that's, that's us. our guy. That's yeah, he's the only guy that ever talks to the paper around That's right. Here. Did they mention the velodrome? What's the velodrome? Oh, in Wyndham Center? <laughs> yeah. Home of the velodrome? <laughs> Wyndham Center is known for their velodrome. Because <laughs> you know there's not very many velodromes. No. no. And, and Wyndham Center has one. I used to ride my bike from my farm and go to the velodrome. Oh, yeah. And ride around that track. It was awesome. It man. was awesome. It's a super bank track, and you go around there. And, uh, and every once in a while, you go see races, and they have... These guys riding bikes, but they got like something on their ass, like a it's like a pocket. If you had a back pocket and you filled it with Kleenex, and then you like stuck it up inside out, and then you know filled it with Kleenex, so there was like sticking out like a pocket, right? But like filled, sticking out of your ass, right? Like inside out pocket filled. What's right? that for? And when they would ride around the track, the other person on the other team would grab that pocket thing and push them. You know what I mean? Oh. Like when they would, when it would be the relay time, they would ride their bike up, and the other guy would get started, and the person that was like 
It's like the baton. Relating it to him would grab that ass pocket thing and then just fucking fling him, you know? <laughs> That's what they would do. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know it either until I went to Wyndham Center and I watched it on the velodrome. And now uh, people are friggin' killing deer. <laughs> like, it's deer hunting season and they're hanging yeah, yeah. carcasses on each other's. So what do you think? What do you think's the deal about like what could possibly lead to that, like that result? You know what I mean? Does anyone have any sort of scenario where, where it's not just something like what has to happen for a deer to have his head cut off and tied to your mailbox? After you shoot it, they hang it and skin it. Right. Which they'll take off the head and the skin. So, and by that time you're probably uh, a few beers deep. <laughs> And then it's it accurate. might become a good idea to fuck with your buddy. That's what I'm thinking too. They're just <laughs> fucking with their buddy. Um, because and no the one, wife doesn't approve. Not uh, yeah. no. She no calls the constable. She does not see the humor. No in humor. It. I Do you think someone just put a, be- a deer a on call. someone's like uh, like mailboxes to fuck with them? Yeah. Yeah. Just and then like uh, that guy did to Dave with his Christmas lights on the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great story. But that's a great story, but we have to tell the people at home about it, eh? <laughs> Charters, uh, Charters is notorious for getting most of his work done, and not all of it. Uh, especially, like, yard work kind of thing. Like, he has a pile of mulch on his driveway forever. We had a guy call our show one time about it and bitch about it. Remember that? Yeah. 365 and, and days. One of my neighbors, yeah. And uh, you finally got that mulch pile go- gone, right? Yeah. And then it was a topsoil pile at one time, <laughs> right? And then that topsoil pile is gone, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's gone. So this year, everything's on top. <laughs> Dave's on top of everything, eh? Looking like a star of the neighborhood. And then it's Christmas light time, right? <laughs> he gets 95% of his Christmas lights done, gets to the last tree, just fuck says forget it. I'm not going to go back. And then uh, leaves his ladder right on his on his grass. His neighbors are passing by it for, like, how long? How long was that? Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. He's got a ladder on his lawn. Just laying on the lawn. Ten-foot step ladder. No, standing up right beside the tree. Oh, yeah. He just didn't get to finishing <laughs> it. And uh, which is really understandable when you realize the guy's, like, a master of industry with four children. That he's running around. He's coaching a fucking hockey team. He's playing in a church band. <laughs> and he does this, right? So like uh, yeah, I guess it's uh, he's busy. I guess you could you could you know <laughs> find other things to do, but um, anyways, uh, his neighbors uh, got sick of driving past it and decorated it with uh, Christmas lights. So now his now his ladder is decorated on his front lawn. And it, it, they plugged it right it into the other the lights. Ladder too. Yeah, with lights. Well played. Not the, not the tree, just, just the ladder. The ladder. <laughs> yeah. So now it's the other trees and the ladder lit up on his yard. <laughs> You should see the picture of it. Did you just leave it? Yeah, I can't. Now it's a funny joke. Like, now it's a funny joke for the rest of the Christmas season. Like, it's hard to take down now. Yeah. Because it's a great story, too, when people come in. (laughs) Do you know which neighbor did it? No, I don't. No, I have no idea. Oh, whoever it is 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 funny, man. Like, that's a good good bit, man. (laughs) I never saw that coming. They hate you, man. (laughs) They hate you. But, but, uh, like, they, they, like, uh, like you. Because they did that, they feel comfortable enough to do that, but they hate you because you're so because they're they they obviously are bothered by your behavior, <laughs> right? It must have gone to them. Yeah, topsoil piles. Yeah, that's what I like about it. Charles is like uh, in the neighborhood. There are people talking about what he's not doing. That's the funniest <laughs> thing to me. 
<laughs> I'm always scared of that because I live. In, I've never lived in a neighborhood before, and now I live in a neighborhood where people can like you uh, think old monitor e- your. You behavior. think old Eagle's Nest over there isn't keeping an eye on what's happening? <laughs> oh shit, man! Yeah, we got the mayor of Pine Grove here because he lives across the road from me. Oh. If I if I don't bring my garbage bag in for a day or a garbage pails in for for a day, like, there's a uh, talk Check- around the checking if you're okay. <laughs> his household. I don't know what's going on with Petey over there. <laughs> He hasn't been out and get his garbage. I can't believe letting the kids get on the bus. I was at my neighbor's house one time, and he, you, I was at this one window, and I'm looking out his window, and I'm like, I can see, like, everybody's house in the whole neighborhood from here. <laughs> like, you have a viewpoint of everyone's house. And he's like, well, I just sit here all day <laughs> sometimes and watch what's going on. Like, he knows everybody's, like, when they're cutting their grass, oh, when yeah. they're doing whatever, you know. It's it's something, man. I'm never, you know, I'm not used to it. But you eventually get used to it. Like I'm kind of used to it now, you know, because uh, most of the time my neighbors are we just hide from each other. And don't, yeah, don't yeah. I, I I lived in uh, a town for a little bit, and I I, I couldn't handle the neighbor thing. I'm just did, so. Used did you to have a neighborhood Christmas party? Uh, when you lived in, a I think they did, but I didn't go. No. No, I only lived there for like two or three years, so I didn't. I knew I wasn't going to stay there forever. We got one tomorrow. And I, yeah. And I don't know. I think I don't know if I'm the black sheep of the neighborhood or not because we don't we don't like everyone waits for the bus with their kids because they're young kids. Right. And our kids are old. And we're like, I'm not going to wait out for the bus with them now. They're in high school. They're, we're going to embarrass them. Right. Like if we wait out for the bus. with them. Right. But are you excited to go or no to the party? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like so I like I all my neighbors. I don't think you're the black sheep. Like if you're excited to go, then you're not the black sheep. Right? Oh, our neighbors are great. Yeah. Uh, this is a good neighborhood. It's, yeah. it's pretty. We're pretty lucky. I got all good neighbors. If you have a shit neighbor like Charters, <laughs> it like really does make your like you're like I spent like how much money on this house and like I have to live by Dickhead McGee. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you guys lucked out here. Good community, old PG. Yeah, well, uh, Charters neighbor is nice too. Oh yeah. Even and Steve's a country. Are you uh, right in Delhi, Wes? Yeah. Is it? Uh, you got any neighbors that are problems? You're the problem. I am the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've had uh, three, three or four die. <laughs> oh, do you kill them at all? That is old. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not because of you, is it? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> just the sign, the sight of Wes come moving in. Oh, uh, it just, uh, just makes him uh, say, <laughs> Keel over. It. Our time has passed. <laughs> Delhi's got a lot. Of, you know, Delhi's still kind of the one of the best value uh, places to buy, buy, buy property. Yeah. yeah, bank for your yeah. buck. Yeah. And it's crazy right now, but yeah. And it, it, yeah, saying what as crazy as it is right now, it's still it's still okay. Yeah. You know, even as high as it is there. Anyways, uh, we wanted to get into the regular part of our program. <laughs> On, uh, w- I just thought because it's Christmas, you know, it is Christmas time. And uh, this is our last show before the uh, Christmas that we would try to have a little bit of a Christmas celebration oh, okay. with the uh, uh, crew. Uh, but the thing is, Paul, uh, you know, a, a, a band, I've, I've not bought you any gifts this year. Zero gifts. Uh, there's, there was actually budget for it and everything. I just decided not to because I didn't want, really want to, like, you know, make you feel too good about yourself that's all that because i feel like you wouldn't work as hard on the show <laughs> you know what i mean we have to earn it mm-hmm. you have to earn my love like the listeners do by sending us free <laughs> shit which this is another week went by no free shit why do you think oh. i don't give you a beer <laughs> why 
don't get no gifts, fuck you. Get your own beer. <laughs> yeah. Did I give you gifts last year? Yeah, I think so. Didn't what? we get guitar? No, Dave, Dave, Dave gave us Dave guitar did. picks. Yeah. Dave gave us gifts. One year I bought those things and put them up. Yeah, I think I got of... a file folder. <coughs> yeah, I, I got you a file folder. I was happy about that. That's right. I got Dave a drum kit. Look at that. Yeah. What is it? What do you more you bitch about, guys? <laughs> Every week there's a case of beer in the fridge. You know, today the beer's, the beer's brought to you by Jen Husko, super oh, fan. Oh, nice. thanks, Jen. thanks, Jen. But you know what? Even even with that, because we're, we're drinking some of our Coronas right now, uh, I'm going to say Manny Fajo's a listener of the week. This oh, week. he's the listener of the week. This is his week. I thought, the, I thought the sentiment was really nice. Hey, Manny, it's your week. It's his week. Just sure enjoy your week, buddy. I enjoy Christmas. Merry Christmas, bud. But and, not- uh... What? Not Jen, though. No, Jen was listening to the week last week, wasn't oh, she? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, good. I she don't deserved like that. No, she, she, deserved she deserved it. it. She spoiled us rotten. Yeah. The chocolate letters. What a treat. Amazing. Oh, Michael, you have to try one of these bonbons that we got from... Uh, oh, so Did you just You oh, kept some? Well, I made sure because I put them by Paul and he was starting to wolf them back. <laughs> and like, uh, you know, if you put the candies too close to him, you freaking... Yeah, make sure you pass those to Wes and uh, Michael. What are these little treats? Don't eat it the last one, Steve. You already tried them. They're really good. I took one. <laughs> There's a blue one in here. The rest are brown, and the one is blue. That looks special. Eat the blue one, Mike. I think you're special. I think it's for Wes. Oh, Wes is the blue one? Well, you're the, you're the old, big old uh, getting married guy. Well, oh. I should have went with the blue. Yeah. <laughs> Who brought those in? That's from the cheese lady. Oh, they are nice. Yeah, they're really good bonbons. And we also got mm. some uh, speculas there, Dave, mm. as oh, well. Spe- specula? Yeah, windmill cookies. Oh, she's a little bit You have those? They're a little ginger. Settle your stomach. Dip it in a nice tea. Mm. Is that what you do, Mike? I like a nice mm. dip in a tea. What do you put about milk in the tea? Well, a little bit of milk, a little bit of sugar, maybe even a honey. Uh, I don't know if I put milk the, in my tea. It's good for my larynx. Mm. Just dip them in a glass of milk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Box. gone. <laughs> Speculas. <laughs> They're good. They're good. They're not like, uh, uh, you know, uh, do you guys, we had someone say, "Are I gonna? am I going to bring the famous Dutch Hall waffles? Someone sent me a message that said something about Dutch Hall waffles, hmm? right? And I was like, "I we never had Dutch Hall waffles ever. Yeah, what? Right? Belgium those waffles. Those double Dutch things with the. Oh, that's it. The, with, the, with the waffle with the. Oh, that's what they are. Yeah, they are delicious. They're not Dutch They're made in Norwich, waffles. right? They're yeah. made in Norwich? Well, they're not made in Norwich, but yeah, they, they sell them there. Do they make them actually there? I don't know. Don't you think they make I, them they there? Pro- I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Because it's like a factory. It's like, yeah, it's like two waffles and they, they have like syrup in between and they press them together. It's a, yeah. real, it's a real delight. I think it's right on Baseline Road. Oh, yeah, the Dutch store. Yeah. You no. think they actually make them there? No, no not the Dutch store. Oh, okay. On Baseline Road. Like when you're leaving Hotry, oh, and you're going like heading towards uh, you pass Otterville. Maybe you're heading towards a little place called Mur. <laughs> Mur. Mur. Yeah, you go, but not you don't go that far. Not, I don't no, think. you're too far then. Yeah, you want to go be- before Mur. <laughs> what what is up by Mur? Uh, Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> Princeton. <laughs> yeah, Drumbo. What do you, where, where do you want to go? You want to go? We one time I was in a business meeting and I just we did, me and this other guy just went. Uh, we realized that back in the olden days, this is a Dutch Hall fact. Uh, back in the olden days, like when you're gonna ride a horse from a town, you had to go every 15 kilometers. You had to like give the horse water. 
right? <laughs> yeah. Because the horse is like needed a drink or whatever. So every 15 kilometers on all these roads that used to be horse pass, or, uh, there's a town or some sort of a village of some sort that where you would get water for your horses, right? So you can kind of go through every community. So we were like, we were working for a lending money to farmers. So we, we were traveling the country roads. Right. So we ended up uh, just, we knew uh, like we could map the whole province by 15 kilometers by these shit little towns, like these little like- Watering holes. Watering holes, yeah. exactly watering holes, you know? And the whole, t- if you think about it, like the whole, c- the whole province is really mapped out by these 15 kilometer watering holes. Yeah, you know? makes sense. And there's a couple mixed in there in the middle, like where you d- you put extra stuff in when you get to the cities. Grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> Van Van Stratton Bakery is that the one you're talking about? On what do you 53? mean? Van Stratton. Is that what where it they is? Make those you double said baseline. Base it's right on baseline. It's like yeah. a way in Norwich. You go like Otterville intersection ah. and then you go norwich intersection it's right on the intersection there hmm. there's that's where they do the double dutch cookies well they are delicious i'm pretty sure because we did a fundraiser one time we sold those things and uh that's where we picked them up hmm. yeah so if uh Beauty. you guys want to send us some we'll enjoy them oh yeah yeah they'd be a great <laughs> well, sponsor yes yeah, and then then that uh listener who thought that was the that we had double the uh, like some sort of dutch hall thing would be factual yeah. we would actually have the thing be right real man. fact and we need beer too like we need a beer sponsor that's like the it's like getting to be ridiculous it wouldn't hurt yeah i'm sick of buying my own beer that's why this week we didn't buy any we just went with listener beer perfect because we have it's to eventually drink it right yeah <laughs> anyways we i thought it's christmas so we have to like figure out how to celebrate as adults you know and we are we have an adult comedy program right so i was thinking what better way to figure out what to do at a, to make this a good Christmas show? Strippers. Then go online and see what they say to do for uh, a Christmas party. So I went. I went to thirty-three adult party games for just the adults, mm. right? So you're thinking, oh man, this is going to be great. It's going to be adult, right? It's going to be like yeah. uh, risque, dirty, right? dirty. We're going to have a good time with this. It's going to be perfect for our show. Yeah, first uh, suggestion they made was the ornament guess. The ornament guess. It's a great way to start your Christmas party is to have guests guess how many ornaments are on your tree when they walk into the party. Holy fuck. This is a This is a very easy game to set up, and you can give a small prize to the winner if you'd like. What the fuck? That's what they consider adult games. That's an adult game. This is what they consider a party? Mm. Oh. Number two, Christmas Carol Pictionary Relay. Also very adult. Jingle bells, too risque for kids. (laughs) Too risque for kids. It's a whole bunch of bullshit like this. You know what these people should do? Really? Fuck right off. No, No. they should hire Van Dyke Party (laughs) Services by going to live from the Dutch Hall gmail.com. And we'll send you between five and 29 Van Dyke First Cousins in bright yellow jackets. And all it's going to cost you is $100 of cold hard cash. Plus all of our expenses, which will be dear. And if you're not 100% satisfied, we'll return all of that, uh, that $100 a quarter cold hard cash. But those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Brought to you by Clean Flow. Clean Flow. I did my job this week. Did you? Yeah. What is going on with Clean Flow? What uh, did you use the Clean Flow product for? Well, I'll tell you. First, let me tell you what the product was, Pete. 
It was uh, Clean Flow number 809. It's uh, Honey Goo Holistic Rubber Care. Really? You used it? Honey Goo Holistic Rubber Care, yeah. And you know how you, I'm, I don't read much, but I read headlines usually, right? So I read right. like the first line of it. It says, Honey Goo Holistic Rubber Care Conditions Any Rubber. So I thought, you know what? I got some old rubbers. The guy had a vasectomy a long time ago, right? Eight years, but right, I still right. got some old rubbers kicking around. Right. Those things are in bad shape. Yeah. They're in real bad shape, so why not condition them, right? Right. Exactly. So I took some Honeygoo Holistic Rubber Care, sprayed it right in there, inside and out. Well, I'll tell you what. Spoiled my night. Why? My night and her night. Because it, it hurt. It left, it left a rash on both of us. What it was do you mean? awful. Why didn't that wouldn't that honeygoo thing uh, no. slip right in? No. Nope. Turns out it's not for ru- for that kind of rubber, Pete. What do you mean? I should have read the whole thing. It says uh, conditions any rubber component, including weather stripping, sunroof seals, uh, trunk lids, hoses, and CV boots. We're not latex condoms. No, apparently not. Uh, not condoms. And not good for condoms. It's not meant to put on your wife's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> not for internal use. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't get to that part. I need to read more. Anyway, Honeygoo Holistic Rubber Care. Use it on your rubber automotive components. <laughs> automotive is the key word. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody, we really hope that next week we can get to uh, a live broadcast. Jamie Varham's been here the whole time. We didn't even said hello to him. Hey. And uh, hey. we all want to thank him for coming in again for everything he does for the show. Everybody, if you'd like to reach out and give us feedback, there's lots of ways to do it. Live from the Dutch Hall, gmail.com gmail.com you can also go to uh, Facebook Twitter Instagram all that bullshit Podbean all that stuff you can follow life in the Dutch Hall everyone out there is listening to the show please tell a friend and have a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody who's listening to the show we'll see you next week because Shane Bergman's going to be in the house oh, yeah yeah it's fresh off his, his, uh, his heartbreaking oh. great couple loss I will have to you, talk buddy. to him about it but it, it was it, we were all pulling for him heavily on that game so we hope that uh it's going to be a great time to see oh, yeah. Shane again. And uh, and again, come see me at the New Limburg on January 4th. Woo. Uh, until next week, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. Thank you.